It's the final Word World Cup daily for the final time in the group stage. Adam Collins and Ken Ponsonby in London. Day 39, match 45. Back at the Chinaswamy. India get to Bangalore to play the Dutch. Cam, tell us about it. 30 seconds. Sol Campbell, Robert Perez, Freddie Lundberg, Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, Shubman Gill, the Invincibles. They've done it. Nine from nine. Uh, India managed to win a cricket match, take the piss and have a training session all in one afternoon against mm. the Dutch. A phenomenal batting performance sought. Fantastic centuries from Shreyas Iyer and Kel Rahul. Half centuries for Sharma Gill, Kohli. A very important two-off-one at the end from Suri Kuma Yadav. And then with the ball, they get the job done up top. The Dutch are never really in the game. They pass the ball around. They finish with a 160-run win. Including wickets to Coley and Rowick, which we will certainly come back to later. Yeah, it felt almost too perfect for India. They won the toss and elected to let Brat Coley try and bring up his 50th half-century in Bangalore. Uh, both openers make brisk half-century. Shubham Gill, a 32-baller, I think it was. 100-run stand for Rowick and Shubham. Then Coley comes in, gets 50 himself, gets a chance to raise his bat around the mighty Chinaswamy. Then K.O. Rahul makes India's fastest World Cup 100, a 62-ball century, including some Glenn Maxwell-esque shots towards the end, including the ball that brought up three figures. And in the middle of all of that, Shreyasai, the guy who was allegedly out of form a couple of weeks ago, he's finished the group stage in blistering fashion, bringing up 100 himself, finishing with, I think, 128. Then they've gone and got the Dutch into such a position where they could never win the game. Jadeja takes a wicket with his first ball, a glorious one at that. They have the chance to, to game the situation and only bowl Shami for six and Siraj for six. It's almost too perfect, which in some ways makes this a little bit interesting to, to my way of thinking because the, the way the, India, um, the, the Indian side has is, is grown in its reputation through the course of this tournament, they have they've already peaked. Uh, so the, the, the question is now is that can they, can they continue to ride this way for two more games? I think they'll be, they'll be so happy because not only have they've got what each individual needed out of this game on an individual basis, they've also somehow managed to boost morale higher yeah. because you've got funny things happening. You, they go back to the change room and Vera and Rohit go, God, we got a poll today. <laughs> I was releasing them brilliantly. It was so beautiful. Um, and it was, it was. I was nervous for the Dutch. When I saw it was 100 for none off 11.5 with Gil and Rohit Sharma at the crease, I went, they might be getting half a thousand here. Well, I think they're I said like, you were Messi saying they're going to get 500. It was, it, yeah. It's like the worst case scenario for the Dutch where they go, we are in for like a whole just 24 hours of pain 12 hours of going through it and 12 hours of having to remember it but i don't really know i i wonder what the learnings have been for india because whilst it's been the perfect day if they've got through no changes no one's injured there were moments where like we had a one over training session Mohammed siraj was like ran up to the bowl and literally gathered in um at the crease pulled out of it went no 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 actually I want to come round the wicket yeah. and they decided they were going to practice wide Yorkers basically and he then got the wicket of Engelbrecht with a kind of a, a nice bit of surprise bowl and he came mm. back nice and straight but then they kind of abandoned that they went away from it again I did think um, when I saw that when it was a case that um, Virat was having a bowl and Shubman was having a bowl I was scared that they were going to bowl through to the end and it was going to be a quite fast cool end to the group <laughs> stage basically uh, but they returned to their kind of pr premier bowlers their spinners got their overs in they had their workloads managed for the seamers. Um, yeah, a perfect day for India. Yeah, it really is. So India will play on, on Wednesday against New Zealand. A, a replay, not really a replay, a rematch of the 2019 semi-final. We might back over a bit more of India stuff 
in a sec. Let's just go to Holland, though. We've been doing these the last few nights, Cam. We've been almost exit interviews. We did one for yep. Sri Lanka on Thursday, um, for Afghanistan on Friday, for Bangladesh yesterday, and today for the Netherlands' final day of the of the group stage. They now fly home. Um, the disappointing thing, I reckon, is that we've seen them make great strides. Um, there were some patronising questions from Sanjay Mandraker <laughs> in, in the post-game um, media interview with Scott Edwards, which he was like looking at him with wide eyes, like, are you seriously asking me whether um, beating South Africa was still a fluke and having to beat Bangladesh to, to prove that? Anyway, I digress. Um, they now go into the pot of what's known as League Two. Um, League Two is... One day international cricket, but it isn't the World Cup Super League, which won't exist anymore. I've lamented that in the past. But the only way you can make it to the 2027 World Cup, which expands to 14 teams, is via automatic qualification. In other words, the top 10 sides, including Zimbabwe and South Africa, the hosts, or the four qualifying positions, which will take place in 2026. But the the teams between the two hosts and, and number 11 get there by rankings. And there is no way the Dutch can improve their ranking to the point where they'll be in the top 10 because they're not going to play any full members. They're only playing other sides that'll fall out of that top 10. So Canada, Namibia, Nepal, Oman, Scotland, the UAE, and the USA. They'll play lots of one-day cricket, 36 matches across 12 bilateral series. But the problem is, or should I say, what's helped the Dutch get to the point where they can win two games at a World Cup against full members this time around, uh, and the gap between now and four years from now is the lack of cricket they're going to get against those who they want to beat in World Cup fair. They're going to have to take, by definition, a step down. And that seems such a shame because I know they've fallen away and had a bad day at the office today, losing by 160 runs. Although, to be fair, they did make 250 against India. I know it's not India going at full tilt, but still 250 is 250. Um, And now the, the probability of them being able to be competitive, I think, at the 2027 World Cup is now lesser for the change in format, which is counterintuitive. Yeah, I think it'll be bizarre if you are within that Netherlands camp because the internal versus external review of how their competition has been is, is so different. From an external point of view, you go, oh, they've earned lo- loads of fans. They had two great wins against South Africa and Bangladesh. What a fantastic result for the Netherlands. They really put on a good show. And from within the camp, they were very, very clear from, from the get-go that they, were, they wanted to qualify for the semi-final. Yeah, yeah. That means they wanted to finish fourth. They finished 10th. They finished bottom of the pile. And they have really had a taper off at the end. If you go through their results, it's all kind of competitive, fantastic. And then last three matches, lost by seven wickets, lost by 160 runs, lost by 160 runs yeah. as well. I think Netherlands is kind of a fundamentally interesting and unique uh, case study because... Now they do have a bit of a pipe, their own pipeline growing. So you'll have Vikram Singh, who'll be four years old. You'll have Shariz Ahmed, Aryan Dutch. You have these guys who are now part of a Netherlands group that will continue to grow and play more cricket. But you also just don't know when ne- where the next player is going to come from. Engelbrecht, yeah. who's been their top run scorer in this competition, made his debut in this competition because they kind of worked out that he could qualify about six months ago. And they're like, let's get this lad in. He can, mm. he can bat. So you don't really know what the kind of shape it's going to take. You might find this interesting. I find I, I find it interesting. I was chatting to a friend uh, the other day, and he was explaining to me the difference between kind of ninety nine point nine percent to ninety point nine point nine nine percent, and that's kind of what I was thinking about today watching these matches. And he was like, "In theory, that sounds like t- two very similar numbers, but if you are in the top ninety nine point nine percent of something, that makes you a one in a thousand player. If you're in the top ninety nine point nine nine percent, you're a one in ten thousand player." And that's obviously a vastly different scale. And that's the kind of thought process I was having when I was watching this game today, where I was like, we are watching a bunch of one in a thousand cricketers who are an elite group of players in the, in the Dutch, but they're just up against another kind of another level. There, there are levels to this, as the kind of catchphrase goes. And I don't, how the Dutch will have an opportunity to 
kind of bridge that gap to India or to the top nations over the next four years with the fixture list that's ahead of them, it's going to be very, very difficult. It's where I found the end quite gratifying the way Nino Manuru uh, took on. Um, Brilliant. It took on the game. He ends up holding out for 54, but it was a 30-something ball half century, six sixes, two of them immediately from the bowling of Suryo Kumar Yadav, the first time he got a chance to face him, hitting for two sixes in a row. As yeah. if to say, I'm just not going to cop this. I'm going to show some backbone here. I'm going to uh, make sure that I leave this on a high note. They could have folded and been all that 200 there, if not for the way he chose to take on India and show some bloody respect, you know? It, it was brilliant. Nidham Manu, uh, Stony Stratford's finest. <laughs> he's, he's had such an interesting career in cricketing life. Kind of born in India, but moved over to New Zealand when I think he was about six. Played some list A cricket there, then ended up working in Holland. And he's kind of been in all these different places. And I love that because I obviously India are were rotating their bowlers. They bowled nine bowlers today. I think you were saying it's the ODI record, the most number of it's bowlers. The equal most. It's the Association most. of um, Cricket Statisticians uh, told us this on social media. Fantastic. And of course, that that is not a symbol. Uh, that India are not doing that to be disrespectful. There is a reason to do that. There is no reason, no sane reason they should risk their bowlers getting injured. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're on the other side of that fence and you're seeing the opposition you're playing against going like, go on, Shub, do you want to have a roll? Have a roll, <laughs> mate. Like you're there going, fuck's sake, I don't want to be here. This is embarrassing. They're kind of, they're literally taking it easy against us. Yeah. If we're going to go down, let's go down uh, kind of by being beaten thoroughly. And Nidham just went like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. I'm going to try and tee you guys as far as I can. I'm not going to pat you back because I'm too embarrassed to get out to you. I'm going to take you on. At one point, he had zero fours, five sixes. He finished with one four, six sixes. And I know this isn't, this shouldn't be the mentality of a team like the Dutch who are wanting and have proved themselves to be able to compete at this level. But if, you, if you've got a full-time job and you can go back and go, I've scored a half century against India. No one can ever take that away from you. He can, he's got an anecdote for the rest of his life. He'll go be able to go and sit in the stands in 20 years' time, 30 years' time, point to Jasper Brimmer and go, I had him. That's fine. No yeah. problem with me. And in the short term, the good news is he's nationally contracted. So he'll continue to be yes. part of that Dutch shut-up T20 World Cup round the corner. Roloff van der Merwe also tried to hit every ball for six tonight. Um, that Brilliant. might be his last game, I wonder, for Holland. Uh, he's 38 now. Um, he, he actually might get through to the T20 World Cup next year. But the point is is that he's um, had a really interesting second life in international cricket. And the fact that he picked up Coley today on 51, which oh. I was joking at the top about winning the toss and electing to let Virat Coley make his 50th I didn't think you were. I thought but, you were being very serious, actually. Yeah, you know, yeah, half joking, perhaps. <laughs> but the point is is that um, he stopped that in its tracks. Yeah. And that's not for nothing either. That If that is his last act in international cricket, it's not a bad one. It was an amazing kind of visceral moment where there is the gasp there's like a vacuum of noise just disappearing from the stadium as everyone yeah. goes like, what? Like he's not, he's stopped batting now, he's out. <laughs> and that vacuum was just filled by like a guttural roar from Rod, uh, from Van der Merwe. And it's, I, I think to go back to my earlier point in terms of you never really know how the Dutch are going to, what form they're going to take. Like Van der Merwe and Colin Ackerman, you kind of, I associate them now with being kind of Dutch regulars, but that's just like, it's not really the case. Like Colin Ackerman has played 16 ODIs for yeah. For the Dutch and nine of them has been in the last like a million years of the group stage basically they weren't there for the qualification to get into this mm. group so you don't really know what is the kind of hub of those Dutch teams and I think it's probably well, I'm now thinking out loud and kind of working out as I'm speaking it's the likes of Nidham Manuru it's the likes of Baz de Lieder it's those three mentioned players I mentioned earlier Vikram Singh uh, Baz, Baz de Lieder already Aryan Dutch yep. Ariz Ahmed yep. and actually I'm, I'm changing my mind very hopeful. They've got a great core of players, young, fantastic Dutch cricketers, 2027 World Cup winners. Fantastic. I like it. I like it. Uh, the 
look, the the the, the Coley wicket, um, you know, opens up the door to other players making hundreds, and two of them did so. Oh, yeah. uh, so Shreyas Iyer um, mentioned in the intro, there was some chat that look, he might be the one if they want to make a change strategically, if they want to change the configuration, he could drop out. But there's been never any real doubt to the eye that he's got the ability to dominate at this level. He was brilliant today, and then Kale Rahul who. Uh, and I'm not the first person to make this comparison to Maxwell. He, he is the one who can do those Maxwellian things, right, where he can, with a short um, backlift, hit the ball 100 metres, and that included the, the strike to move to, to triple figures today. So um, K.O. Rahul, who started the group stage with 90-something not out against Australia and was robbed of um, a manufactured 100. Uh, in hindsight, that's quite funny, actually, that he was the one who didn't get to have the manufactured 100. Um, but no, the, the, he, um, the, with the ex- he hit a six instead of a four, didn't he, against Australia, and had he hit a four, yes. he could have... Anyway, by the by, um, he, he finishes the group stage in, in top, Nick, uh, and they um, post their first 400-plus score of the competition. It was, it was such kind of like beautiful, ugly batting from both of them. Like it was so powerful, so like dismissive of just that ability to stand, as you say, like Glenn Maxwell, and just tear at miles. I remember hearing a, a batting coach talking about, and they didn't do this, they hit the ball several million rows back, but a batting coach trying to focus players by saying, aim for the sight screen hit the side screen and kind of I think people have played you kind of close your eyes swing as hard as you can you hope you hit the ball you clear the fence whatever but to have that kind of focus when batting so powerfully of like no no line him up hit the side screen go hit the ball for six and I was thinking when we were talking about manufactured hundreds um, had it been a case where Shreyas was batting with Virat and Kale Rolls on 89 going into the final over and kind of wasn't really there and it didn't wasn't really quite sure whether he was going to get there. It wasn't like they were manufacturing the strike at all. I was like, I'd love to have seen this environment had it been Virat <laughs> on like 83 <laughs> with two overs to go. Shraz has already got his 100. Like, what does it do? Does Shraz literally get one or does he just sit on his bat at the other end and go, Virat, you take everything, mate. Especially at that ground as well. I think the Chinnaswamy should be where the World Cup finals held. Yeah. I'm quite sad that this is the last game there. The atmosphere at that ground is... To my way of thinking, I know there'll be a lot of people watching from other parts of India, and that's cool. I mean, there's obviously great grounds around that around that wonderful cricketing nation. But um, yeah, give me um, give me forty thousand people at the Chinnaswamy over eighty thousand at the at the Ahmedabad Stadium. I reckon one hundred thirty thousand. Eighty thousand, mate. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. I've been there. Um, the, the, uh, give me give me give me forty thousand at Bangalore over eighty thousand at Ahmedabad. Uh, seriously, I, 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 yeah. it, it's it's a it's a wonderful cauldron there. Yeah. The way it sets up with the. the it's actually it looks on TV like one stand all the way around sure. there's about 15 stands in there spliced in um, and it's old school and it's proper and they love it there and they make so much fucking noise like I reckon it's, it's a shame to me that they get neither the semi-final one semi-final yep. two or the final you, so I, I'll be making my Indian debut in, in January going out there so I haven't had quite had the same experience but there, there is absolutely a case of certain stadiums that are smaller but louder yeah basically yeah. It's kind of, as a, I'm a QPR fan Loftus Road when Loftus Road's going Ricky Lambert <laughs> the old Southampton striker favourite ground to play at Loftus Road he's played everywhere he's played at Wembley where did he go Loftus Road I think if we put a word in with Modi and got the World Cup final at Loftus Road short square but quite long straight Who's that fancy? I think the South Africa would go well. There's been, a, there wasn't there. A, it was a game of cricket played at uh, at Chelsea many years ago. On, on the oh, that's the whole thing. All like all the um, it used to always be like Bramall Lane would like. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The, 1902. Uh, not famously. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, where are we? Um, uh, so India just going as well as a team can go. Let's not let's not um, let's not beat around the bush. They should win this World Cup by an innings. They should beat whoever they're playing in the final outright. As we say in club cricket in Victoria. I think like, sometimes I'm. I'm 
when talking about India, I do kind of roll my eyes, but it, it kind of comes from a point of everyone in sport loves Jeopardy. And it's now in my head because we've just been talking about QPR. I would like, if I go and watch QPR play, if we go 1-0 down, I get a bit excited. Mm. I'm like, this could be fucking brilliant. Yeah. If we win this from behind, beauty, so yeah. exciting. And in, what India have done to me by whilst being superb and amazing to watch, and don't get me wrong, watching Kel Rahul and Shreya Zaira at the back end there, you go, this is amazing. This yeah. is so exciting. When you watch Jasper Brim with the ball, you're watching the sport at its best and no one in their right mind wouldn't enjoy that. But there is also that just kind of element of just the blue machine, kind of Manchester City-esque, where you go like, no one, whatever anyone does, we just can't beat you. I can't. I cannot conceive of a scenario where, like, they don't knock over New Zealand. And unless something genuinely remarkable happens, I can't see a world where they don't win the final either. They've been a fantastic team. It's been incredible to watch. And I just wish they were a little bit worse to someone else <laughs> so I could watch some Jeopardy. There's no Jeopardy. They're too good. A lot of football references so far today, Cam. It's on the top of mind. Um, Jadeja, I thought, bowled really nicely. Two for 49, but his figures um, don't reflect how he bowled. I reckon he was um, he was superb. Took a wicket with his first ball. Um, getting It was Ackerman, wasn't it? With a, yep. With a... With a beauty that spanned past the edge. No, 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 Ackerman was called Beep Yadav, who reviewed when he shouldn't have, and it was yeah. hitting off stuff. And I could see, poor Ackerman, I was going to put this in the Hall of Fame. You could see he's like, this might be my last rodeo. Yeah. Certainly, as far as the 50 over World Cup's concerned, and goes, I just don't want this to end. I'm reviewing, yeah. even though it's hitting halfway up off stump, and there's almost no way he's going to right, be saved yeah. by Do any it. external variable. Um, who was it that Jadeja picked up first ball? I watched it. It was Max Dowd. Yeah. Poor guy. Hasn't really had much of a tournament. Finishes with about 140 runs, but he'll be better for the run. Uh, and yes, two for uh, 33 for Jesby Boomerang, who's really landing those Yorkers as he sees oh, fit. So isn't he? It's not... I think I heard Watto on commentary about this the other week saying, with when you face Boomerang, it's not about um, will he or won't he. You know he will. And I it's just about trying... I mean, no, it was Aaron Finch, sorry. It was Aaron yep. Finch. You know he's going to land his Yorker. So it's a different to most bowlers that you set up against. Most bowlers, like, there is a chance they'll overpitch and you'll be able to get underneath it and hit it for six. With Boomer, that's just not happening. So you've got to reevaluate how you're trying to attack something like that towards the end. That's really interesting because I can also see a world where counterintuitively that can make it easier to play because there isn't that variance. And so you go, like, I know... I know where this ball is going to go and I can plan accordingly. And I think yeah. it goes back to, I think we spoke about this before, Boomer being like a, a batter, independent bowler. He's like, I don't care if you know what I'm going to do. I don't care if I'm showing my hand. My hand is always better than yours, yeah. basically. And I'm going to back my skills over yours every single time. The Netherlands today, only the fourth team to make 200 against India in this World Cup. That's a stat courtesy of Abhishek Mukherjee from it's good. Wisdom. It's good. Go. Great historian on the game as well. Um, at five individual scores above 50 for India. That's only happened five times in, in one day cricket. And we've already mentioned the bit before, which was interesting. I can't remember what it was anymore. Good stat from before. Oh, nine bowlers being used. Yes. Most of these things will narrowly fit in the final word Hall of Fame. Let's do that now. This is the Final Word Hall of Fame, brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. As has been my custom of late camp, I'm not reading the ad copy before I get yep. to the recording. I'm doing it live. Um, okay, today. Illuminate East. Westfield Stratford City is set to light up on the 18th of November, six days from now, with a full day of festive family fun at Illuminate East. Join free arts, crafts, and free arts, crafts, and storytelling sessions throughout the day, and stick around to see our brand new Christmas light installation light up the sky. There will be plenty of live performances throughout the day and night, including acrobats, jugglers, and incredible LED drummers, as well as Bjorn the Polar Bear, who will delight your kids as much as he will haunt your dreams. 
<laughs> and make sure you're following Westfield Stratford City on Instagram. One word, naturally. It's not two yeah. words. It's a fucking Instagram handle. Uh, and you'll be the first to see our incredible 12 Days of Westfield calendar launching in early December. You won't want to miss this. So Westfield Stratford City, that Instagram handle, uh, you'll be able to work it out. You don't need me to tell you how to do that. Um, and it's called Illuminate East. Westfield Stratford City uh, and Westfield London, of course, are more extra, less ordinary. Cam, um, tell us about how you're feeling about your final. I mean, you know, it's sentimental. We've sat in this kitchen quite a bit through the we tournament. Have. And we sat outside in my garden quite a bit as well. This is your last Hall of Fame appearance right. for this stretch. Um, where have you landed on it? Well, I managed to ruin it because I went with it early, but it was, it was originally going to be the Mohamed Siraj training session that just broke out in the middle of the game. <laughs> we haven't touched on it yet. I would love to actually give some credit to Surakuma Yadav. Averages 22 with the ball in first-class cricket. 24 wickets at 22, getting bowling more. But if we're going to go down the part-time bowlers route, Virat Kohli getting the wicket. I, I actually didn't see it live. I just saw it come up on the card caught uh, Edwards caught Kale Rahul bowled Kohli oh, I went yeah. I don't even need to see it I know exactly what's happened Kohli's run in bowled his wrong footed in swingers down the leg side and poor Scott Edwards has just got a little strangled down the leg side and everyone's off everyone's celebrating actually and to add on to that from Vera Kohli such as at the end of the game he'd obviously been off and he'd been told he's going to have an early shower yeah as he comes back on for the handshakes He's in his tracksuits. He's in his civvies. They could have engineered this. Had they just bowled first, they could have had the early night, given they're playing the first semi-final. When I woke up this morning, I thought, decent chance they'll field first to try and get the early bath yeah. and hit the road earlier. But Because bearing in mind, New Zealand have been not playing for four days now. They'll get quite a long break before. Six-day gap. I'm not sure if that's a help or a hindrance. Um, poor old Scotty Edwards. Active recovery. Poor old Six Scotty overs. Edwards. You know, he's yeah. done a lot right, hasn't he? As keeper, as captain, as tactician. Occasionally with the bat, that very important hand he played against South Africa to give them a chance. Um, but yeah, Scotty doesn't know as that I, song I, went in that Euro trip film many years ago in that Damon cameo. He didn't know what on earth had happened with Coley. I mean, I think you said to me, I hadn't seen it live. You said, it's worse than you'll think it'll be. <laughs> and it was. And poor Scotty Edwards, he did then have to do the interview after play. And I think it was um, Sanjay Mandraker ran out of time, but he didn't run out of enough time to not tell Scott Edwards. Sledge him. I was like, I was going to ask you one more question, but I'm out of time. But I did want to ask you about getting out to Vera Coley. And Scott's like, cheers, man. Yeah, I'm after he's, after he got like, the question about now, you know, <laughs> was it was it a fluke beating South Africa? Did you have to beat Bang? And how about that for, for first question? When he goes, just want to congratulate you first. And Edwards is like, just been pumped by 160 <laughs> runs, mate. Don't patronise us, and so on. Anyway, whatever. Um, Syria Kumar, yeah, yeah, you know what? I was going to sledge Sanjay Mandraker again. I won't do that. It was an SKY thing with... Anyway, it's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll stay away from that. Don't want to get in trouble. Um, Siraj copping one on the throat. See oh that drop God. catch? Yeah, no, yes. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. You don't see that very often. It's because people you, catch it. But you would think, yeah, it's kind of my point. <laughs> when a ball's in front of your face, you tend to catch it, or at least parry it away. Going through the mitts and hitting you, but I've, on the scone or on the I've absolutely, yeah, I've absolutely seen people do that where it splits the hands and, and it hits them in the face because that's mm. meant to be like, um, that's a baseball term, actually, catch it with your face. You right. move your head move your head put towards the ball and you want to catch it in front of your face. Um, and so if you do make that mistake, if it splits your hands, you're wearing it on the nose, basically. Siraj, he's got it all wrong. He's worn it on the throat. And that's so embarrassing because then he has to go to his mates like, I know you're all angry at me, but I'm, not, I'm also in pain. So can you yeah. feel sorry for me? They're like, no, catch it. He sat Get in front off. of the LED board for a while there, feeling sorry oh. for himself. Um, and how about India's overrate? <laughs> Speaking of wanting to get on the early bus, they were ahead of the overrate by five overs at one stage. I guess that goes to the, the types of yeah. bowlers they, they use tonight. So um, they're all contenders for the final word, Hall of Fame. 
uh, which will be brought to you by me and Jeff. Uh, what we're coming, I'll give you a bit of a preview here. So we're going to make a semi-final preview show on Tuesday, I think it is. We've got a weekly show coming out on Tuesday morning, possibly. We've got our 99 World Cup semi um, oral history of the semi-final tie between Australia and South Africa. That's out in feeds tomorrow morning, um, back from the old greatest season it was, and that's one of the best things I've ever worked on, that actually. So I hope you'll enjoy that if you have an, uh, an interest in, in cricket history. And then Cam, uh, you'll be uh, working with us throughout the winter as well. And behind the scenes, turning out all of our lovely social media videos. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and and all that Everywhere. kind of thing. Uh, Cam, been brilliant working with you on these throughout the course of the tournament. Uh, you'll be with us again soon, I'm sure. I hope so. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, this has been the final word. This is the group stage done. We're on to the semi-finals. We're off to the work, rest and play into Eden Gardens for both of those and eventually to Underbud Stadium. We've reached the end. 45 group games done for Westfield, London and Westfield, Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. <laughs> I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out.